Alright, welcome back everybody. It's From the Pocket with your host Christian and my co-host over there, Jake. Jake, how you doing? I'm in Chicago. He is in Chicago, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, how you doing, Christian? I'm good, I'm good, you know, about to get the, about toward the end of the week. Birthday's coming up here soon. Um, Taking a much needed break from work, so uh, excited um you know yeah what about you what's been going on with you oh just been super busy uh been on breaking news shift this evening but uh it is a late wednesday night and we got to get it done because we got a podcast to upload tomorrow before Mm -hmm. the thursday night game so yeah busy busy b but can't complain true true all right well well i guess we'll just get right into it um as we know as you know uh we are Recording a little later than usual, but it's okay. Uh, um, and I guess we'll just talk about. Uh, we'll start off with the Chargers Chiefs. Um, yeah, Jake already put out a video on our channel. A uh, pretty good video. I like what you said. I kind of disagreed with the Chargers. I thought they played well um, up until you know that final drive where you know unfortunately Justin Herbert threw a pick. Um, and pick six, um, you know, from what, I don't know, like, it's, it's, a, it was a weird play, because if you, if, like, you looked at it, um, and, like, the com, uh, commentators were talking about it, the game as well, um, while the charges, the charges were on that drive, uh, you know, they're running hurry up, and it seemed like their tight end, Gerald Everett, was trying to check out, but, you know, they're running hurry up, and they're on the goal line, so, you know, so, because if they make substitu- if the offense makes substitutions, then the defense can make substitutions. And when you want to hurry up, you know you're trying. You, you like what the defense has on the field, and so yeah. doing all that stuff. So it seemed like, from what I don't know what the concept is called, um, but it looks like Gerald Everett is just supposed to just you know get out, um, you know, quick out as as much as possible, and then make space. Uh, because I think they were in man coverage for the guy behind him, and then uh, from the results of the play, it looks like um, everyone didn't get enough like width out of the play, and you know, since basically I think all uh, the NFL is now is the West Coast. You know, the West Coast <laughs> deals with a bunch of just timing and anticipation, and when you're you're not like in the place you're supposed to be then you know stuff like that happens so i'm not going to put the blame on jared Everett or justin herbert it was just you know it was just an unfortunate play and you know the uh you know chiefs came out stuck with it and you know they they won the game but i do not think the uh chargers are out of it i think they have played really well in these first two weeks um, I can't wait for uh, this game to go back to Chicago, uh, back to uh, Los Angeles in in, uh, in coming weeks. I don't know when they play, but yeah. Yeah, I don't that's... remember off the top of my head. But I mean, I will look. So, what, what did you disagree with? Me? Like, which part of my charges take did you disagree? I just with? thought you know, like I uh, your bit about it's been a minute since I watched the video. Uh, yet, so just like the Chargers. I don't know. Um, it was like, hmm, what did you say in that video? Well, I'll just uh, I can just reiterate. 
So my my point about the Chargers, the reason I was so disappointed with them was exactly because I thought they played really well, right? Like they mm-hmm. dominated the Chiefs pretty much that whole game. I mean, they were up ten nothing to start. They were up ten seven at half. Mm-hmm. The Chargers came out at the opening of the second half and got another touchdown to make it seventeen to seven. I mean, they they led that game in yards, in touchdowns, in time of possession, in number of plays ran, in red zone efficiency yeah, and red zone trips. They ran the ball more effectively. Patrick Mahomes had four punts in his, in the first half, which is the most punts the Chiefs have had under Patrick Mahomes as a starter. I mean, the Chargers just like talent for talent, pound for pound, the Chargers were the better team. And for them to squander it away and be down after pretty much beating the Chiefs squarely for three and a half quarters to be down by 10 points at the end of the game, it's crazy to me. And that's kind of what my point was, was how I think the Chargers had two questions kind of going into the offseason, right? It was, A, are they going to have enough talent to make a deep run? And B, is Brandon Staley going to clean up the mistakes that he made as a coach in his first year to get them over that hump? I think the talent question is clearly answered. This is one of the most talented teams in the league. I mean, they, they might be – they're in a very small group of teams in terms of talent. I mean, it's them, the Bills, maybe the 49ers. You could say the Rams maybe, the Chiefs. Like, I mean, it's a small group of teams. But to see Brandon Staley kind of lose that momentum at the end of the game and not know how to get it back – we got a long season. He's going to have multiple chances at this. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to play the Chiefs again. So he's going to have a chance to kind of learn from his mistakes. But it was just really disappointing because those are the exact types of games that if the Chargers want to go make a deep playoff run, they're going to have to win. The games where you're winning the whole time and dominating, and all you got to do is close it out. So that was my point about the Chargers. Again, I'm not worried about them. It's a long oh, season. No. They're going to have plenty of time to clean that up. But – that was just my biggest takeaway from the game is situationally they looked less prepared than the Chiefs did at the end of the game. Okay. Um, with that being said, I guess we'll move on to uh, what our section we're going to kind of call Comeback City. Had yes. quite a few of those uh, on Sunday. Uh, one being we'll talk about my team, the Mike. Amy Dolphins um coming back from was it 20, 35 to 14 in the fourth quarter putting up 28 yep. points in the fourth quarter quarter Tua throwing five touchdowns um six six touchdowns oh but uh yeah yeah six touchdowns but five in the second half oh uh, okay. okay wait what no, let me count that one two Yes, five touchdowns in the second half. Um, Look, uh, I know I picked Baltimore, and, you know, when I put this game on, it didn't start off well. We allowed on the first play, does kickoff count as a play? I guess. Um, We, Devin DuVernay hits us with a 130-yard kickoff return, and I was like, all right, well, here we go. Um, Tua did match that with a scoring drive his uh of his own and then we let uh went on and the Ravens went on a 21-0 run um not much uh you know not much from the Dolphins in that second quarter 
I think two or through his two picks in that quarter, especially one at the end of the half where he's just pressing, and then the other one was what happened? That other pick. I think it was just a bad pass. I can't remember. Um, we were kind of far, kind of farther away from that, uh, from this game. Then, uh, so it's not as fresh. But in, in <laughs> and I got to admit, in that third quarter. Um, I did fall asleep on this game, but I did <laughs> fortunately wake up uh, in the fourth quarter and saw this amazing comeback. Um, and with that being said, though, I mean, look, this is great momentum for the Dolphins um, because we do have a big uh, game ne- this upcoming Sunday against Buffalo. We'll talk about Buffalo a little later. I'm still scared of them, even though Tua did play really really well season high and completions yards touchdowns tied uh was mike greasy matt matt greasy for the most touchdowns since it for dolphins and i think it was back in the 90s 80s um greasy bob greasy yeah bob greasy bob greasy okay well he wasn't. He was the starting quarterback back in the early '70s. He should have been the starting quarterback for the '72 season, but he missed most of the season because of an injury. Mm-hmm. But he did end up playing in the playoffs and played in the Super Bowl game for the uh, for the Dolphins. Nice. He's uh, he's one of the two Hall of Fame quarterbacks the Dolphins have on their franchise. Mm-hmm. And then um, also for uh, Tua, um, if you go look at the passing leaders, man, who would have guessed the passing leaders this year are Tua Tungvaloa, uh, Joe Flacco, and um, Carson Wentz. Who would have thought? And then I believe Tyreek Hill's the league is leading in the passing and receiving yards, and then Jalen Waddle is third. Both of those, both I think. Uh, both of those dudes had awesome games. Uh, Tua had, or not Tua, Tyreek had 11 catches, 190 yards, 190 yards, two touchdowns on 13 targets. Waddle, 19 targets and uh, 11 catches, 171 yards and two touchdowns. I think that's the first time that has happened or something in um, in the modern football era or in 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 football i think in history um but i also want to talk about the ravens though um you know unfortunately to you know be up 35 14 and just lose that only scoring 10 points in the second half um lamar looked great like i think i don't know if they're switching it seems like they're switching more over to a path more of a passing attack and lamar was you know pretty phenomenal 21 for 29 um, 318 yards, three touchdowns, had no sacks, uh, had a 70-yard uh, uh, touchdown run. He had over 100 yards on, on the ground. Uh, Lamar, oof, Ravens look good. I think they need to clean up that uh, their secondary. They do have a lot of um, uh, rookies. and I Yeah, think, they've been dealing uh, with injuries pretty bad. Yeah. So uh, they need to get that fixed up, get just that continuity uh, with their their secondary, get that communication. But I am not worried about Baltimore whatsoever, especially looking uh, at the at their division. You know, Steelers. You know, I, I offensively they're, they're offensively challenged. Uh, Bengals 
we don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with the Bengals. We'll talk about them a little bit uh, later. And then the Browns, up and down, we'll talk about their another team that we'll talk about with the with this comeback section. Um, but yeah, um, and you know, Baltimore, I don't know. People have been talking about is Lamar going to, you know, has his price gone up since, you know, he's been playing well in these these uh these for their their first two games uh it might it might just it might just because like he's been he's been balling out these uh first two weeks he's gonna have to do a little more i mean two weeks it's it's been a really good sample but it, it needs to be more i think um i will say though i i do think this win was more about the dolphins playing well than it was about the ravens i don't worry about the ravens mm-hmm. again they've been dealing I'm with not, yeah. issues Lamar was Lamar was just amazing um, mm-hmm. in this game. I mean, he was really he was really solid. Uh, I, I I don't worry about the Ravens. There, I think they're gonna win their division. I think they're gonna have eleven wins, like maybe even twelve. Uh, they're they're gonna be fine. But for the mm-hmm. Dolphins, I, I do agree. I think this is a good momentum builder. I think it's it's Hopefully. one of those that kind of shows you, hey, maybe this culture really is shifting, uh, especially when you consider that the way they ended last year winning what was it seven of their last eight games or eight out of their last nine or something like that something like that yeah Um, so coming into this season it seems like they have just conquered it feels like everybody but the jets at this point have conquered the patriots demons the bills are going (laughs) to consistently beat the patriots now the dolphins are now consistently beating the patriots um it's a really good look that said and we'll talk about this when we talk about the predictions. I am a little worried about them going into this Bills game. Yeah. Um, I Don't, think I was really a, hoping. Yeah. Oh, my bad. My bad. Go ahead. No, you're you're good. I was just going to say having a 28-point comeback and getting this crazy win and now they're getting all this love from everybody. Uh it makes me wonder if they're setting up for this, you know, emotional roller coaster of <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. That that's going to be kind of one of my concerns. Dude, but yeah, uh, I mean, congrats to the Dolphins. Uh, you know, I've been a skeptic of Tua. I'm not mm-hmm. totally off of being a skeptic. Mm-hmm. I was amazed at uh, some of the response when I made the video talking about how, hey, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe I w- a lot of people, people are passionate about Tua for some reason. Dude, uh, the, the, like, Tua, the Tua supporters have been... Bizarre. Have I been going to... crazy this week. It's no, been their told week. You and it's like, guys, it's what Let's see. Well, Let's to, see. I know I've been critical of Tua as well, but to be fair to Tua, he does have a winning record as a starter. Yeah. He, I know he, he has been, you know, taken out of some games <laughs> uh, in his, uh, you know, first two years with Ryan Fitzpatrick there, but he is still, he's, he's still winning game. He still has a winning record. Um, he, uh, he has a pretty good uh, completion percentage. I think he's completing like seventy one percent of his passes so far yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, and what I've really heard, and uh, Mike McDaniel talked about this after the game. I saw an interview, um, and many people were saying like, Tua, he's very good at you know anticipation and um, anticipation and accuracy, which are like his biggest strengths. And I don't know when. Um, we started, you know, when, you know, if your QB can't throw it, you know, 50-yard bombs, I, I don't I don't know 
when that became a, like a, a, a thing that had to be every quarterback. Tom Brady made a career dumping it off the tight ends and running backs. I, I don't understand why it's a problem since he, he doesn't have the best deep ball. I know, uh, you know, he's going to need it sometimes. And, you know, he was four for five, luckily, for this game against the Ravens. But, you know, I think that critique of, like, oh, yeah, he can't throw it deep. It's, like, so, like, I a lot of quarterbacks don't have a really great deep ball. It's just, you know, what can you do to, what can he perfect? And, you know, he needs to, you know, stick with what he can do very well, which is anticipating. He I think he can read defenses really well. And, you know, he's really accurate with the football. It's just, you know. One, we need a better running game. Our running game was another kind of, not a no-show, but I wish we, I, I want to see more from our running game. That could really help out. And then, you know, Jalen Waddle and, and Tyreek are a phenomenal pairing. And Mike Gusecki and tight end. I, I, we, we got the weapons. I'm still just, oof, the Bills, man. They, they're scary. Why are they so scary? They got talent. They're the number one offense and the number one defense. It's it's ridiculous, man. It's and point in terms of points, I think. Yeah. Well, I think that is about enough talking about my Dolphins. Uh, fins up, you know. <laughs> um, uh, let's move over to uh, the Jets Browns. Um, the Jets coming back down from um, a Nick Chubb late touchdown, which. Um, oh, let me finish this, and then I'll get into that. Um, Nick Chubb made it a 17-30 ball game with 155 left in the fourth quarter, and for some reason, he's been getting flack all week. Uh, made it a two-possession game. I don't know. Flack. I don't know. Like, what did he do wrong? He made it a two-possession game under two minutes, and you're telling me you can't take that home? Get get out of here. my fantasy. Like, get out of here with that. Y'all, y'all let Joe Flacco beat y'all? Come on. Four like, touchdowns, no picks. Four touchdowns, no pick. Like I said, he's second in, in the league in passing yards. Um, Garrett Wilson, rookie out of Ohio State, balled out. I think he went to Lake Travis. I'd have to check that. Um, that's my old high school, by the way. My mom, I think he played, my brother was on varsity um, with him. Yeah, he had eight catches, 102 yards, two touchdowns. Big day for him. Yeah, big day for him. Um, but yeah, Browns. Browns should be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Browns should be ashamed. Chicago. Sorry. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, Browns should be uh, ashamed of themselves. Um, dominated in time of possession, 32 uh, to the Jets, 27. Had more forced downs. They did both have a turnover uh, yards. They both had over 400 yards. Um, little, little concerning about the, not a little concerning, it's, they're 1-1, one one. um, we'll talk about this Thursday game in here at the end when we do our predictions, I mean, it's just, it's just growing pains with Jacoby Brissett, I mean, he didn't play awful, he was 22 for 27, 229 yards, that's on the defense, like, that is straight up on, uh, the Browns defense not getting it done and coming out with the win, I, I don't know how Nick Chubb making it a 13-point ball game is his fault. 
No, it's this it's this logic of, you know, oh, we have I I would imagine I haven't seen the criticism. So this is just me guessing, but I imagine it has to do with something about clock management and instead of scoring. Remember when Todd Gurley sat down yeah. at the end and, instead of scoring so they could just kneel it? Like, I imagine that's what people are saying. But well, he did said, that uh, a few years ago where he didn't score and people got mad. Yeah, I mean, 30-17, to 17, there's no reason you should lose that game. Exactly. There's no reason. And I get Jacoby Brissett threw a, a bad interception on the, on the uh, final drive that they were trying to set up and kick the game-winning field goal. But again, like... Mm. Yeah, sure. You can criticize Jacoby Brissett for that, but Jacoby Brissett shouldn't be in that situation. I mean, right. you're seventeen to thirty with two minutes left. Under like, we two should minutes. never have gotten to that point. So, I mean, good, good, good on the Jets. I don't think either. I don't. I don't think they're going to be anything this year. I'm, I'm not confident in the Jets. Uh, I don't think they're going to beat the Bengals this week, and the Browns. I mean. You know, you got nine more games till uh, Deshaun Watson gets back. So, <laughs> good luck. Just stay and, and who knows but. what Deshaun Watson is going to be. He, he's not going to have been played for a year and two well, years. two years. Two years in a couple weeks. Like, it's. I'm, I'm just curious. You know, I feel like he might be. He's going to be good, but, you know, who knows? It might take him a little bit. Like, we might, might not take see him. Deshaun Watson back in full form until the beginning of next season. True. You know, if he, if he needs true. five or six games to get back into rhythm. And, I mean, this team's probably not making the playoffs. I mean, I have them going 7-10, and 10, I think, 8-9, and nine, like mm-hmm. somewhere around there. So, yeah, it's uh, it might be a tough year for the Browns. And, I mean, not only that, really quick before we move on to the la- the next game. The Browns, mm-hmm. this is the second week in a row they have blown multi-possession leads against really what are inferior teams. The Browns are better than the Panthers, mm. and they let the Panthers have – Oh yeah, the they the did game. let them come back, and then they're better than the Jets, and they let the Jets get the lead. The only di- the difference between them being zero and two and two and zero is Jacoby Brissett leading them down the field at the end of the game, and he did it once, and he failed the other time. So they are one and one as a result. But this is now two weeks in a row we have seen a similar pattern. So yeah, they need to clean themselves up at the end of games. This is kind of crazy, right? And moving on to the last game, last crazy game. Craziest game of the week. Craziest right, this game, game of the week. This game was insane. And went to OT and... Shouldn't have. Shouldn't have. No, shouldn't 23 have. 23-7 to seven and halfway <laughs> in the fourth quarter. And we're talking about the Arizona Cardinals going uh, going up against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. 29-23 uh, was the final score. Uh, Arizona. Um, few thoughts about this game. Um, Raiders, what the what the fuck? You were up twenty to zero at halftime. They were, and then you only scored. Yeah, and you were only scoring three. You only scored three points in the second half. Like you were getting constant pressure on uh, Kyler Murray. Uh, you were uh, you were just dominating this game. Derek Carr was had two touchdowns, no interceptions. Dicing them uh, up. Dicing they, now, I will say they did a great job on Devontae Adams. Seven targets, two catches for 12 yards. I, I don't know what happened there. And, um, I mean, but I think all the props should go to Arizona, obviously, especially for that second half. Um, another I bad. That. Okay. I want to amend that. All the props should go to Kyler Murray. 
Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. You're right. That is uh that is very true. All the props should go to Kyle Murray because he that is that is the if you look up if you look up like in a definition of putting the team on your back, this oh, should yeah. be the prime example because that's what he did. I mean, and he did it basically by playing backyard football. You know, that two point conversion where he uh, where they needed the two point to make it a one possession game, he held the ball for like over like twenty seconds or something like that. Had eighty four yards or something like that, just scrambling back and forth, and then he ends up like he's pointing, directing traffic, and then he ends mm-hmm. up just running it in himself. <laughs> yeah, um, <clears throat> it was uh, crazy, um, and this is why Cliff Kingsbury should be fired. I get upset every time I see him on the sideline calling plays. This is the second game in a row that they have started. They have started off badly, and you know they couldn't come back because they were too far gone in the um, in the Chiefs games this yeah, last week. And back. then, <laughs> yeah, and then you got lucky with the Raiders. I don't know what happened. Um, Josh McDaniels' new system, maybe. Um, but yeah, no. All props should go to Kyler Murray. This is, and I think you said it in your video. I think this is why I think Kyler Murray should have been paid that much money. Not a lot of quarterbacks that are in this league currently can do what he did, being so shifty and all that. And he's he's a great p- passer. Yeah, he is. Um, he's, he's a really I, good I, passer. I, yeah. They, you just need to give him time. And his own line didn't play well. Um, you know, they're still waiting on D Hop. I think he still has four weeks left on his four games, yeah. six game. Yeah, he had a six game exp- uh, um, suspension. So you know, hopefully they can still be afloat uh, in this and uh, until they get D Hop back. But yeah, um, you know, props to Kyler Murray. That 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 was all him. You know, I know he's been getting um flamed for you know playing video games and all that and not studying but uh no he he put the team on his back and un- unfortunate how this game ended with uh the raiders with hunter renfro fumbling not once but twice and then um brian murphy getting that fumble return which i thought he might have pulled a deshaun jackson that was very close uh when he like took the ball in to the end zone after that fumble it, it, it looked very close, but they gave it to him, and um, they won. So, you know, good for the Cardinals um, not being 0-2 and doing 1-1. And Raiders um, 0-2, unfortunately. And then... Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to kind of reiterate what you said and kind of what I've already talked about in the, my other video. I mean, I'm really worried about the Cardinals. And oh, yeah, most kind of definitely. a segment where we talk about the teams we're worried about, but I just, I mean, like... I, I've never liked Cliff Kingsbury. Neither of us have been fans of Cliff Kingsbury. The no. offensive line doesn't look good. D-Hop is not going to be here for four more weeks, and he doesn't seem like he has any weapons. The run game's okay. That defense has been super inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know what they have outside of Kyler Murray, and mm-hmm. I know Kyler Murray is probably going to not be the same quarterback uh, in 8, 10, 12 weeks that he is now because mm-hmm. he's – going to get a little more dinged up he's small his style of play is not conducive to staying at 100 percent all season and so i just i mean if this team is if if we're two weeks into the season and this team is already just kyler murray and 
I, I just, I don't know. This feels like a recipe for, like, the worst kind of collapse in the back half of the season <laughs> we've seen from the Cardinals. And I, I don't know what they do because Cliff Kingbury, they just gave this contract extension, so they seem confident in keeping Fire him. Fire him! That's what you do! I, yeah, I get it, but, I mean, coaching money's guaranteed. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'd love it if they moved off of him, but it's hard for me to picture that they will. So, I mean, they're lucky. The The Rams are off to a super slow start right now. I mean, just they're one and one. The 49ers, maybe getting Jimmy Garoppolo could give them a little bit of life early mm-hmm. on in the season. But they are traditionally a second-half team. And I don't think anybody's got confidence in the Seahawks. <laughs> what? So, the NFC in general is obviously not great it's about what i think everybody thought it was going to be mm-hmm. so they have a chance they're, they're going to have a few weeks to still get this right and figure it out and hey i don't want to you know totally dump on them the 20 point comeback's nothing to sniff at like they did yeah. pull off a 20 point comeback and get it done albeit it was kyler murray just pulling off great heroics <laughs> but I, I am worried as for the raiders i i you know i saw a poll and it was like which of these four teams are you most worried about? The Colts, the Raiders, the Titans, or the Bengals? And everybody picked the Colts. Yeah. And I just don't understand that. Oh, what? Because to me, the Colts and the – like, I think people are looking at it like, well, the Colts are the worst team of these bunch. Like, they've looked the worst. And that's probably true. But to me, the Colts and the Titans, I said this. I said, look, these two teams could start 0-5. And still not have to be that worried because of how bad their division is. I mean, the winner of the AFC South is probably going to be like a 7-8 win team. (laughs) The Raiders (laughs) are in the West. Yeah. The Chargers aren't going to lose a lot. The Chiefs aren't going to lose a lot. And we'll see what happens with the Broncos. And the Bengals have to compete with the Raiders. Or, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Bengals have to compete with the Ravens. And, you know, we'll Mm -hmm. see what the Steelers do. But the point is, is those are two teams, the Raiders included, that cannot afford to be dropping these games. They can't afford to be dropping uh, 20-point leads. They've already lost to the Chargers. they got to play the Chiefs twice still. They're playing Mm -hmm. the Titans this next week. So I just – I'm pretty worried about the Raiders two weeks in. I think that this can be – I think the Raiders – I'm going to go ahead and just go out of limb. I think they can win this game against Tennessee. Now, I know Tennessee did just play the Bills, and they got smacked up. Um, But – I don't know. I'm not really scared of the Titans because it's it's really just Derrick Henry or bust. Like it, it it happens when you get rid of when you get rid of AJ Brown when you let uh, Corey Davis go. Like it it that that's what happens when you don't really have weapons outside of Derrick Henry. I think this. I'm yeah. I'm just gonna go out and say it. I think the Raiders are gonna win that game against Tennessee. We'll see. I think it's gonna be a lot more of a closer game. Like I don't think Tennessee is gonna get blown out seven to forty one against the Raiders, especially since um, they've been kind of eh here and there. Um, like I said, getting beat by the Chargers, uh, Derek Carr throwing at three interceptions, and then they're just blowing a 20-point lead in the fourth quarter. Um, but I think this should be a get-right game for them next week. Um, and I have a whole – I know, again, we're going to talk about teams we're worried about. We could probably take off the Cardinals and Raiders at this point, but – Mm-hmm. Um, I have some things I want to say about the Titans, so I just, okay. I'll get yeah. into that a little later. But, yeah. Um, fair, 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 fair. Anyway. Um, and then I guess for this next session section is um, um, should we be worried about the Bengals? <laughs> Joe Burrow. Like, it's it's crazy. Uh, 13 sacks in f- to the first two weeks of the season. Um, 
So the stat where it's the uh, he's on pace to be sacked over a hundred times, which is crazy <laughs> to to hear. And um, what I gotta say is, I'm not gonna defend it. Like I think this is something we should be definitely worried about Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Um, but at the same time, they have played two really good defenses: um, Steelers in Week One with T.J. Watt and them dudes. And then Micah Parsons, who is probably is is gonna eventually win a defensive player of the defensive year. Player of the year, twenty twenty two. He's yeah, he might. I don't know. He has four sacks at uh, at this point. Yeah, uh, I think two sacks in each game. I mean, he's just been a look. No, I, he's I, a, he's I a handful. Thing. He's a handful. He's, the Cowboys without Micah Parsons are probably an average defense. Mm-hmm. With him, they're a top ten unit. I mean, that's how big of a difference he makes for their defense. He is mm-hmm. just. He's incredible. Anyway. But, but yeah, um, with that, though, like, it's – yeah, he's played – Bengals have gone up against these two tough defenses. But with that being said, though, you still got to protect Joe Burrow. I don't know if it's you got to, you know, keep a, a running back in, have more checks, you know, not patting the ball all the time. And I do, do think Joe Burrow also needs to take some – uh, blame with this as well. I do think he he tries to hit the home run too much. I know you have Jamar Chase and all that. Y'all have y'all's you know thing from LSU, but I mean, dude, the NFL is is a is a different beast, man. Like you can't hold on to the ball like past two seconds. After two seconds, you need to get rid of that ball. Um, so I don't know if Zach Taylor needs to adjust their scheme, run the ball more. I. I I'm not sure, but this can be remedied. You and and I know the offensive line um, is new. That's going to take some time as well. But you can yeah. also help. You can also help out by like you know running you know less time, like less developing play, like less time where the plays need to develop. Run the ball more. Um, you know, keep a running back or two in there to help chip. You know, send extra guys to one side I, there, there's things that can be easily fixed i know it's owen too uh but i think the Bengals should be fine i think their defense hasn't been playing terrible but when you're on the field constantly because your quarterback's getting sacked and they're not getting really a rhythm can help uh you know make that defense look a little bit more average uh, because i mean they only gave up 20 points to the cowboys um and then in the previous week, they gave up 23, um, which, I mean, it does kind of suck because it was Mitchell, it was a Mitchell Trubisky-led offense, and the Steelers' offense has not looked uh, great. Um, and then Cooper Rush in this Cowboys uh, offense looked okay. Like, they did go off. They did start the game off really well, so, you know, props to the Cowboys, obviously. Um, but yeah, that second half, I think uh, the Bengals really could have, you know, came back. But you know, unfortunately, they didn't. And um, yeah, but I, I think I'm not ju- worried about the Bengals just yet. I'm like my, my my hands hovering over the panic button, but uh, I'm not ready to hit it just yet because I think that this this can be fixable. So. Look, I I feel that argument, and I'm not I, I I think the Bengals. I look at what they're doing, and I'm like, look, some of this is fixable. You know, Joe Burrow 
just needs to get into rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the offensive line needs to find some chemistry. They need to figure out. Maybe, you know, they've approached these games assuming they'd have a better offensive line than they've had. There's mm-hmm. also been some mismatches, again, with Micah Parsons and then TJ Watt. So I, I understand that half of it. But the other half of me goes, you know, what if the Bengals were not actually as good as we thought they were? Like, what if they Fair. were a, a decent team that got hot at the right time in the right places, had things line up really well for them in the postseason last year, getting to play a Raiders team that just <clears throat> mess organizationally last year, got to play a Titans team that was rusty, and then beat a Chiefs team that I guess they had I, – I mean, you know, they beat the Chiefs, they came back on the Chiefs, but they had already done that earlier in the season too. Mm. Like, what if the Chiefs – or I'm sorry, what if the Bengals – we're not actually that good, though. I mean, A, they have the Super Bowl hangover they're dealing with. Two, they went 10-7 and seven last year. Their division fell apart. And they also got a couple key wins in, in some, you know, it, they beat the Chiefs again. Uh, they blew out the Ravens twice. Uh, they, they got to play the Steelers, and the Steelers were iffy. They beat them twice. But they also did that. They went 10-7, and seven, won a pretty poor division with a fourth-place schedule. Mm-hmm. So now they're going in to a first-place schedule and their defense getting hot at the end of last year. I mean, their defense was an average defense last year. PFF had them graded 16th, so it's middle of the pack in the regular season last year. They were the sixth-best defense in the playoffs last year, so slightly above average, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I just – I don't know. I wonder if the Bengals – you know they have a really good quarterback in Joe Burrow. They have some awesome weapons. I haven't seen their offensive line play well yet, and I'm wondering if their defense is only average. And to me, this was a team that again was ten and seven last year, seven and six with four weeks left in the season. I don't know. It just makes me wonder if this was a team last year that got hot at the right time and not actually did what they did because they're this superior team compared to the rest of the league. So the idea that the Bengals might take a step back this year because they have a first-place schedule and go 8-9, and 9-8, nine, nine and eight, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as surprising to me. It feels like that's almost what's supposed to happen with the Super Bowl hangover, with their division being improved, with the conference in general being improved. <clears throat> I just – I don't know. I could see if their offensive line gets it together and their defense continues to just play at a competent level – I think this team could be a 10-win team again, but I don't know. There's kind of that duality in me, right? I'm wondering, mm-hmm. what if they're not actually that good? What if <laughs> what if last year was kind of a fluke? So, I don't know. That's my worry. I mean, I I, I, I agree with that. I don't think they, they ain't making the Super Bowl this year for damn sure. I put money on that. They ain't making no goddamn Super Bowl again. I don't um <laughs> But yeah, I do. I do feel that sentiment. I, I think now we're probably they're probably going to regress back to the mean and be probably about, about that like nine and eight, eight and nineteen, and because <clears throat> I think they still need uh, just a little bit of work um, there. All right, and I guess that's for our you know major topic. And then I have uh, on on our little topic sheet. I had lines appreciation segment. Uh, just shout out the Lions. Uh, I really love what they're doing over there for the Lions. Um, they did get their first win of the season, beating uh, the Washington Commanders. Led all of that game. 
Um, they went out on a 20, 22-0 uh, uh, run in the first half. Um, just, you know, phenomenal play. Uh, they had a... Oh, they had a safety. Okay, safety and a field goal and a touchdown. Amon St. Brown has been um, been playing his tail off these last few, these first two weeks of the season. Um, I think uh, Aiden Hutchinson, yeah, their rookie first first overall pick. Uh, he had three sacks uh, in his uh, in his game in that game, and I think he set a rookie franchise record uh, for the Detroit Lions. Um, Jared Goff played, you know, pretty well. He played okay. 20 for 34, 256 yards, four touchdowns. Like I said, Amon State Brown, he had two catches, uh, two touchdowns, excuse me, on nine catches, 107, 116 yards. So, yeah, shout out shout out to the Lions. I like what they're doing over there. They're, they're not an, an easy... Uh, they're not an easy, you know, win for teams. Like, you got to go in there. You got to play them tough. And I, I really like that. I really like that about them. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I just double-checked it. I'm sorry. Really quick. I'm going to cut this. We're talking about the, the Lions-Washington, right? Yeah. Which is just Lions in general. <laughs> I got a text. I got a text for work, so I was I was a little distracted. For oh, me. no. You're good. Um, no. I, I mean, I – okay. Let me just restart that. I really think the Lions could be a sneaky team. I don't know. I, dude, it's so strange. Like, I'm seeing people say, I, I don't know, the Lions could be a playoff team this year. And, man, <sighs> I don't, I don't hate it. I, I, I don't, I don't know, know. I'm not ready to say that yet. I'm not ready to say it yet. But, man, I don't hate it. Like, I, like Jared Goff, look, people forget. Jared Goff, like, we, we bag on him. We say he's trash. That dude, and, and look. I get that he had a good team around him, but he has been to a Super Bowl. True. I mean, he has been to the playoffs consistently when he was on the Rams. He's won playoff games. He's been to a Super Bowl. Like So the idea that Jared Goff is for some reason incapable of getting to a playoff when he has good offensive line, he's got good weapons, he's got a defense that's getting the job done, I mean, that's that we've seen him do it before. So you I, know, uh, if, I do think this Lions defense is – Needs they need a little bit more. It pieces. needs more work. Yeah, yeah there, there's still gonna pieces. be some time, but I mean, if the Lions end up again, if if they end up around that 500 mark or even get seven wins, I mean, that's gonna be and they're and it's a scrappy seven win team. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a really good team. And hey, like like, I mean, they're gonna probably beat the Bears twice. At least beat them once. Maybe they'll split. Oh. Like they got the they got the Vikings coming up this week, right? Uh yeah oh yeah yeah Houston so Chicago. so what if they beat yeah. the Vikings what if the Vikings Ooh. kind of end up like aren't as good as we all thought they were Ooh. what if it's the Lions that come out of that like I mean, what are we saying then I I'm, I don't know I, look if I'm if, not ready to say it but I'm just saying if the Lions beat the Vikings this next week ah man I think that's gonna change my tone I don't want to just uh I want to I don't want to say it just yet. I do like this team. Um, I'm excited for that game, actually. I'm pretty hyped for that game. I think that's going to be uh, pretty good. And we'll get to see a real test for um, the Lions. And then and then um, for the uh, Vikings, you know, we get to see if they're actually, like, that legit. Because, you know, the Lions aren't that easy uh, that easy team anymore. Like, they, they, they're, they're scrappy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Cowboys have them coming up. I think like right before their bye week, and 
let me tell you, that's not a, like, you know, that used to be going into the season. That's a, oh, that's a check. Okay, cool. We're going to beat the Lions. If, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Uh, and who knows? Maybe maybe this is all. Like, the Lions like to be good at the beginning of the season and then just not be good for the rest of it. So maybe this is just fool's gold. Maybe this is just mm-hmm. Lions doing Lions things. But <laughs> when you look at the structure of their team, it's promising. So, anyway. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I like the Lions appreciation segment. I, I, I buy into it to a degree. Cool, cool, cool. All right, and then we'll get into another topic about our things that surprised us, uh, surprised us in week two. Um, Jake, I'll let you go first. There's some something that surprised you in week two. Yeah, um, I really, uh, honestly, I, I really was surprised by the Broncos and Nathaniel Hackett. <clears throat> like, I know I said the Texans would win, so I guess to a degree it's like, well, how surprised were you? It was. It's like one of those things where it's like you're saying – this might happen, but then when it happens, you're like, I cannot believe this is happening. <laughs> I, I, dude, Nathaniel Hackett might be a bum. He, he might just be a straight bum. And I, it, I, I, I think I, Nick, I think I, Nick Wright said it where okay. he was talking about Chris Collinsworth had when they when they were covering the Packers Bears game. Chris Collinsworth had this comment where he was like, Yeah, you know, talking to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers really liked Nathan Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett, because they used to play darts and drink together. And it's like, oh, so (laughs) what if Aaron Rodgers, what if everybody, man, Aaron Rodgers speaking really highly of Nathaniel Hackett. That must be because Nathaniel Hackett's good. What if it was just because he was fun to hang out with? I feel, what if it's like that, uh, what's that, Peyton Manning and, um, uh, what's his name, the old Dolphins head coach. Oh, what was his name? He used to be the Jets head coach. God damn it. It's right before they hired Robert Sala. What was his name? Alright, I can't remember. Uh, whatever. Um, yeah, a quick comment about that. Yeah, um, yeah, I think the play calling hasn't been the greatest. Also, Russ isn't playing very well. Uh, he was 14 for 31 in that game. Like, he had... I remember at one point in that game, he had only had, like, six completions on, like, it was, like, 14 attempts or something. Um, and only for, uh, and he only threw for 219 yards, had a touchdown and an interception. Um, I don't know. It's, I guess, it's a new system. And I feel like I'm seeing, like, Russ kind of not trusting his receivers all the time. Um, and then sometimes them not making plays. And then, I don't know. And some of the play calling could is a little questionable. Um, they did eke out a win against the Texans, which I thought that this was a game that you know this was going to be a tune-up game. I think that's what we said uh, for this game. I we, said the Texans would win this game. I well, I believe I said this was should have should be a tune-up game. It should have been. I mean, it one hundred percent should have been. Like they, this should have been. I mean, really, the first two weeks they had Seattle and the Texans. Well, I mean, I mean we're sitting here like, oh man, the Broncos, what a great <laughs> schedule for them to open up with. Because, you know, when you enter a new system, you got a new coach, new quarterback, you didn't play much in the preseason, it's going to mm-hmm. take you a minute to put things together. Mm-hmm. What a great way to get a chance to really put things together. And then this is the result we get where they look like one of the four worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, they, this is, this is arguably the worst team. Even though they are one in one in one, this is probably the worst team I have seen. Uh, this year because it's just it just doesn't look it just doesn't 
it doesn't look like it's working. Um, I mean, again, we are only in week two. Um, and then for me, I'd say the Giants being two and zero, leading the NFC East. Uh, yeah. Didn't see this coming. Uh, had a decent, had a, uh, a back and forth game against uh, the Panthers. Daniel Jones and Baker Mayfield, uh, to that extent, both doing just enough. Uh, Daniel Jones did have that big run toward the end of the game to, you know, kind of seal the game. And Graham Gano hitting a 56-yarder and, you know, to win the game. That was still with three minutes left. But, yeah, uh, Giants being 2-0, didn't see it. They got a big game uh, on next Monday, on my birthday. We're going to go watch them. Not being at the game, obviously, but go, go, go. Are Are you watching it with Nick? Um... Actually, another Nick. <laughs> oh, okay, and I have okay. two Nicks not, in my not, life. Not the Giants fan, Nick. See, I was hoping on your birthday you could just see the Giants lose to the Cowboys. Ooh, like, we predicted. Giants fan. That'd be, oh, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you straight up already. I'm going Cowboys in that game. Ooh, um, I just, okay. Look. That Giants defense is pretty good. Pretty good. I know. Their defense is pretty good. Ours is a little better. Just saying. Yeah, y'all did have Michael Parsons. I like... And honestly, dude, I, dude, I think I like Cooper Rush more than I like Daniel Jones. I like, mean, fair, fair. <laughs> like, look, Saquon Barkley's been a monster. I don't expect that to, I don't expect him to be as much of a monster against the Cowboys. Like, I think he'll do pretty well. I'm, I'm picturing like 80 yards, which not, not a bad game at all. Um, maybe like one long 30 yard, 40 yard run. But mm-hmm. I, I look the Giants. Hiring Brian Dable was a great move. Yeah. Oh, um, obviously. They are much better situationally. That defense has been good for a couple years now. Offensive line still kind of shaky. Their weapons aren't bad. Really, this offense has been predicated on Saquon Barkley balling out. <coughs> and that worries me mm-hmm. because I don't know if he'll be continue to do that all season long. And because of that, that makes me think that maybe this offensive effort is going to dry up. Now, Brian Dable is an offensive-minded coach. And he's a really good offensive-minded coach. Like, don't make no mistake. So I think maybe he'll be able to supplement some of that. But Giants being 2-0, and it's a great start for them. Sure, good for the Giants. I had them going 6-11. and I think they'll be a little better than that, but I don't think they'll be much Jesus better. Christ. You know, it, it is surprising, though. Um, you know, the NFC East has two 2-0 teams. It's the AFC East and the NFC East are the only divisions that each have two undefeated teams mm-hmm. in them. So, who would have thought? Oh, that crappy <laughs> NFC East division. We got two 2-0 teams, and the other two teams are 1-1. One one. Um, Quick note about uh, your uh, the uh, Giants offensive line. Andrew Thomas, uh, their first overall pick from 2020, is currently the highest graded uh, tackle on um, Pro Football Focus. I just wanted wanted that to be known. Um, where is he in pass blocking? Okay, he is f- one, two, three, six. He's six in pass blocking according to their grades, and then run blocking. I think he's number one. No, he's number two. So I mean, they're getting good uh, production from their tackle spots, at least with Andrew Thomas. Um, and, you know, we have known that has been a big problem for the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones did get sacked three times in that game. <clears throat> All right, Jake, I'll let you pick another one. Things that surprise yeah. I will go, man, you know, look. 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 
I... Hmm, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I really like this list, though, that we put together. Tuffy. I'll go that the Colts lose again <laughs> in Jacksonville. Eight straight. Who would have thought? I, see, I, I had spooky vibes at the end of last season. I was like, okay. Man. So... I have spooky vibes. I think they might lose this game. They haven't won in Jacksonville, <clears throat> and then they did. This time, it's like, no, no, no. <clears throat> They're going to do it. Nope. They didn't even score a point. Yeah. 24-0. 24-0. Trevor Lawrence dotted them up 25 of 30. Yeah, he Man, did. Wow. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I'll, go, I'll go the Colts not winning in Jacksonville for eight straight years now. Mm-hmm. I just, whew, man, how, how rough. Now, I will say – on the bright side, people are all down on the Colts. Oh, my God, this seems bad. They have no weapons. And, oh, that offensive line, is it even really that good? And Matt Ryan's a statue in the pocket. And that defense is struck. Like, guys, this is – this is. look, I can't explain the Texans game. The Texans are feisty. <laughs> falling behind. But you fell behind them by three possessions. Like, I don't know what that is. First game vibes, fine, whatever. I don't blame them for losing to Jacksonville. It's their spooky game. It's their Black Air Force One game. They just can't do it. I expect the Colts to get more on track in the coming weeks. So, anyway, that, that's, I guess, my second choice. All right, we will see. Um, <clears throat> what is mine? Oh, my another one. Falcons being down 28-3 to against the Rams. And, you know, seemingly making a comeback, but in Falcons fashion uh, can't get it done Marcus Mariota throws a pick at the end of the game Jalen Ramsey and man Matt Stafford did not play well in this game wow 27-36-272 3 touchdowns had 2 interceptions in a game which they were kind of dominating like throughout but in that 4th quarter uh, uh, Falcons started to come back I was rooting for them <clears throat> for them to came back, come back um, I will say though, bright spot. It doesn't seem like Drake London was not wasn't a terrible pick. I would say, uh, you know, he's leading their charge. I know all the attention is kind of going to Kyle Pitts, you know, him not producing. But you know, it seems like they might have hit on Drake London. So you know, good for the Falcons, I guess. Yeah, Drake London looks like a stud. I'm really happy because man, I remember. Um, that that day when I was watching the, the draft and they drank London and I was like who who is this um, but yeah um, Rams got a good tune up game <clears throat> uh, well, decent win good. Uh, yeah I liked what Sean McVay said he's like look everybody's going to talk about us almost blowing this game and a few years ago I would have been really angry and upset and just in uh-huh. a bad mood he's like it's the NFL you get a win you escape I'm just yeah. happy. And true. It's true. Um, I guess I'll go with Trey Lance. Uh, that was such that was such a devastating blow. It really was. Um, I mean, I guess it's a devastating blow for the media. You know how much content people were getting off of Trey Lance and whether or not he was the future of that team, and now he's got mm. a broken ankle. His career's kind of up in the air now. The 49ers' future with him is kind of up in the air now. Jimmy Garoppolo, it's like, well, are we going to go back to Jimmy? Is he going to get his job back, like, or, you know, full-time? Just, I I feel so bad for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, it was a bad, it looked like a bad injury. Apparently, they're saying he could be up and throwing by November. I don't know if that means they're expecting him to maybe come back this year. No. That just means he'll be in a place where he can, you know, kind of, 
kind of at least just participate in like a practice setting i don't know uh i would be really surprised if they try to bring him back this year I mean, there's uh, just no reason for it like just give the keys to jimmy garoppolo yeah. this year maybe you keep him as a backup i guess mm-hmm. late in the season if you want mm-hmm. but like if you get into week 12 or whatever and your team is doing okay and it's found its chemistry and its footing and you have your identity there's no reason to shake that up especially yeah. if you're in the race for going all the way so I'm mean, uh, fortunate for Trey Lance, though. I feel really bad for him. I mean, so far, I I, I know that it was a terrible game and and for them in Week One, but I, I think the Forty ers so far. I know that I'm probably going out on a limb here, but I think they are playing. They're probably probably the best team in NFC East West, NFC West right now. Because I'm not sure what the Rams are. They you know they did get that win against the Falcons, but it wasn't pretty. Um, and then I mean it's only Week Two. And then, you know, Seahawks are the, the Seahawks. Rams. I'm sorry. I interrupted the shit. No, no you're good. I, the Seahawks are the Seahawks. Um, Cardinals, I don't know what the Cardinals are. Um, and then, I don't know. I think it's going to be a race between the Rams and the 49ers, like it was last year. Um, we'll just see yeah. when they meet up. Uh, I think the – I don't think they're meeting up this year. Oh, no, the 49ers got the Broncos. So, I mean, look, this is a, this is a good game for them to, to you know, see – and then uh, the Rams are playing Arizona, so you know uh, I might be changing my tune here in, in next week. And then I guess we'll do one more back and forth. Um, uh, things that surprise us in week two. Um, I would say hmm, I'm gonna go with you know I'm gonna go with the Bengals. You know, as we already talked about. Um, in the fear, of, just the fear of like Joe Burrow and like this offense, can they get it together? Um, I, which I've already expressed, I think they they can. It just they just need some more time with the offensive line. Joe Burrow needs to stop patting the ball and like you know throw it away or throw throw the check down and then you know change up that maybe change up their scheme a little bit, not too much, um, but yeah. Who you got for your final? Oh, actually, well, okay, I'll go. I'll go one more. I think I think I I think I picked sec first, so you Oh you last, did. It doesn't you did. my bad. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can just move on if you want. You can just move on. Okay, yeah, yeah, we we, we can move on. Sure. And then uh okay, so and teams we are worried about for uh you know uh, you know, we are only in week two, but you know, we're starting to see some concerning things and we're just like, you know, what what teams are we are there? And we talked about yeah, a few of them. Um, there's you said you want to talk about the Titans, and I'm really interested in what you have to say about the Titans. Yeah, so just really quick, you know, I know it's easy to be like, it's only two weeks. <laughs> so, hey, guys, look, there is a precipitous decline in teams who make the playoffs that start out 0-2. I mean, you start seeing, like, teams that go 0-1, no correlation. Teams that start 0-2, the correlation forms. Teams that go 0-3, Guys, you're talking like it's like an it's either an 11 percent or like a six percent chance of making the playoffs. I mean, it's like super low, and it it especially matters depending again on what your division is or what your conference is, mm-hmm. because if you're in say the AFC West this year, or and you start out 0 and 3 like the Raiders might, that's your season might be over. Your season might be done. So mm-hmm. for me, I, look. I'm not going to say this is the team I'm most worried about. I do think the Tennessee Titans will rebound. But I am very annoyed with the Titans. 
<laughs> the reason I'm annoyed with the Titans is because I can't seem to figure out what they're going to be season to season. So last year, they went into the season, and they had lost a bunch of talent on defense. And they brought in Julio Jones, and I was just like, I'm not feeling this team. This team's not going to be that good. This is going to be a team that takes a step back. And then they lose Derrick Henry halfway through the year. And they end up 12-5, and five, the number one seed, even without Derrick Henry, after having lost all that talent. So my ass is sitting here like, well, okay, I guess, what do I know? Apparently the Titans are just going to be a perennially, perennially good team because they're able to continue being this good with all the talent they lost. So then this year, when they <laughs> lost talent again, I'm sitting here like, well, I mean, on paper, they should take a step back. But I don't know. Last year, they proved me wrong. I'm not about to fall for it two years in a row and say the Titans are going to be bad this year because they lost more talent. And now they're 0-2. They just got their teeth kicked in by the Bills. So I don't know what to make of the Titans. I I heard, um, I think it was Nick Wright. I already brought up Nick Wright. But he made, made, it was one of the best takes I've ever heard Nick Wright have. I mean, man, that man says a lot of stuff that I'm just like, that's a bad take. But man, this take, I had to. So he brought it. So back in like 2008, the Panthers, the Panthers for no reason were the number one seed. Like, <laughs> really? For no reason they were the number one seed. It was okay. really weird. They went 12 and four. It was them and the Titans, ironically enough. And both mm. of them got beat in the divisional. Uh, so... The Panthers had a quarterback named Jake DeLome. And oh? Jake DeLome had been their starter for a few years. Jake DeLome used to be, like, a really highly thought of quarterback. I think on Madden back in, like, 06, 07, he was, like, 90-plus overall. I mean, he was, oh. like, a well-thought-of quarterback. He played in a Super Bowl. He played in a Super Bowl back in the 2003 season oh, uh, wow. against the Patriots. Yeah. So, I mean, he was a well-thought-of quarterback. And in that, in that divisional game in 2008, he had a terrible game. And going into the next year, 2009, he was benched halfway through it, and it was the end of his career. Oh. So Nick Wright compared the Titans, and more specifically Ryan Tannehill, to Jake DeLome and the Panthers, mm-hmm. saying, look, Ryan Tannehill, they found the number one seed. Had He had a terrible game in the divisional last year, Ryan Tannehill did. And now you're seeing the outcome of this team that seems to have outgrown its quarterback. And Ryan Tannehill is kind of holding them back now at this point. They went and got Malik Willis in the draft. So I almost do wonder if Ryan Tannehill at some point will be benched for Malik Willis. I think it kind of makes sense, especially if Malik Willis can progress enough that they feel comfortable doing that. But look, I'm not ready to sell my Titan stock. Again, they're in a they're in the probably the worst division in the league. One five and two. And they they also got off to a slow start last year. I mean they didn't lose forty one to seven in week two. <laughs> but in week one they did get blown out by the by the Cardinals in week one. Mm. And they came in and won a slate of games. They were beating teams. So I am not selling my stock. I don't know who I'm gonna pick yet. I haven't I'm going back and forth. We'll see what happens in the moment between them and the Raiders. But yeah, I really I don't know what to make of the Titans. Like I, I I'm not losing faith in them, but boy oh boy, has my confidence been shaken. 
I mean, if the Titans do go 0-3, and how bad this division has been, I mean, they could maybe still be in it. So they're not yeah, really exactly, not out. Exactly. Out of it, um, uh, Malik Willis did get mop up duty. Uh, they he did end up getting benched when the game was you know out of hand. Um, he had he had he made some plays, but he did unfortunately have a fumble uh, there at the end. I mean, it, it really didn't really change much. The game was the game was over. It, it, the game was over at halftime. <laughs> um, okay, Titans. Um, I'm gonna pick the Panthers. Um, mm. I. I don't know. This is, I mean, Matt Rule's all. I think going into the season already on the hot seat, and now you know he's on two. I think I saw something today where they flashed a um uh, a little um I forget what you call it. They flashed a little thing on the thing uh, on the game, and apparently he's like one and I think it was like one in twenty four on um if he's down by like 17 plus points or something like that um which is wild to me and um yeah it's just team isn't playing too well i mean i saw i watched this on the under these undisputed uh segment that they did on the panthers um you know because they're playing the uh um the saints and you know uh, skip bayless is very big baker fan and you know shannon sharp was just shannon sharp is in reality <laughs> yeah and shannon sharp was just reading off the stats and offensively they it, nothing has really changed they're offensively challenged and it's not really doing much like christian mccaffrey's you know he looks like he's having a little bounce back that's nice of them but you know Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just I want to add on to what you just said because you said that nothing has really changed offensively, but that's not true. They are better on the offensive line, and Christian McCaffrey is playing well, mm. and yet statistically they are still the same offense as last year. So if okay. anything, that almost sounds to me like the quarterback position <laughs> for them has regressed, right? I, I wouldn't say re- – I think, look, uh, in a bubble, in a vacuum, Baker is – better than Sam Darnold. Like, yes, I, 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 I agree with that. I, I I will put that out there. Like, I don't think I'm breaking any grounds. I, Baker is <laughs> is better than Sam Darnold marginally. <laughs> like, the, but that's about it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what to do with, with this Panthers team. Um, I don't know. Like, they're not really getting... They're not really getting good play from their quarterback position. I think this is a defense that is, like, on the verge, like, Tampa... Uh, a few years ago with Jameis, um, I think it's a defense that can be on the rise, but, you know, their offense, they're not really going to be able to show anything because their offense really isn't doing much. Even uh, though it has talent, it's so bizarre. It, they, it does honestly, have talent. It does I have wonder talent. If, I wonder if it's just time to move off of Matt Rule. I, I, I think it is. I Like I said, I think he's... Draft quarterback, get rid of Matt Rule. Yeah, it, which is unfortunate. Um, I mean, but again, it is hard. It is hard going from you know college to the NFLs. Like it's Nick Saban, you know, crashed out. Chip Kelly, like there's plenty more of guys that you know were you know studs in in the college game, and but they come up here into the NFL, and, and it's a different game. Like it's it's much harder, you know. Um, um, Urban Meyer. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, that's, that's got to be the worst. I, I look. Oof. I mean, I, Ar- I think yeah, he's up there. He's definitely. I, 
I like I don't have deep institutional knowledge to the point. Like I, I feel like I have a lot of football knowledge, like historically speaking. But like remembering coaches that flamed out in the seventies, eighties, and nineties, I don't, I don't have it super deep. Mm-hmm. But man, I really wonder if Urban Meyer is going to go down in history as like the worst coaching hire of all time. I mean, I mean he that was probably crazy. will, just with all the controversy, him <laughs> kicking, so kicking his kicker. Oh, cheating on his wife. <laughs> it was, it was pretty bad. It was pretty. Didn't know. Like again, these are just rumors. But like, apparently, he didn't know who Aaron Donald was. Oh yeah, He's I forgot like, about man, that. Man, that ninety nine guy's really yeah. causing problems. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> really? Oh man. Oh man. No. Cool. Um. But yeah, the Panthers look. If, if Matt Rule finished five and twelve his first two years, if they have a losing record again this year, I, yeah, I don't know how you. I don't know how you keep him. And exactly. Baker Mayfield, that sounds like Baker Mayfield is going to be sent off to be a bridge quarterback at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, not a bad bridge quarterback, but I don't think Baker's proven he's a franchise quarterback at all. Mm-hmm. So, um, good luck. anyone else? I think we talked about the other two teams, like the Colts, the Raiders, and the yeah, Broncos. The- Broncos and the Colts, we talked about the Raiders, we talked about the Cardinals, so I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to move on to uh, Prediction. Oh, Prediction. Yes, prediction Wednesday. Prediction Thursday. Wednesday. All right, we'll start off with the Amazon Prime video game of the week. Uh, Thursday night. This is an Amazon Prime. <laughs> Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers visiting the Cleveland Browns. Um, the Cleveland Browns are getting uh, the uh, are favored to win with uh, four and a half, giving up four and a half points. Um, Jibdavion Clowney looks like he's going to be out. Uh, Jesse James tight end, injured reserve, and a defensive end, injured reserve. For some reason, they have a safety suspended. Demonte Kazi suspension. Suspended for the Steelers. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Browns. Um, I think. Naj- I mean, unfortunately for Najee Harris, he hasn't had the greatest sophomore season. Only 25 carries, 72 yards in two weeks. That's rough. Nick Chubb's doing you know Nick Chubby things. Uh, 228 yards, three touchdowns. Even um, my fantasy team. I think he's. I, I just this the Steelers offense is. I, I'm just wondering when they're going to throw Kenny Pickett in. Like, when are they going to get tired of seeing, you know, dump-offs and all that from Mitchell Trubisky at? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going Steelers, actually. Ooh. I'm glad we're different on that. Yeah, I mean, Steelers are – I bet the line – you said it was four and a half. Yeah, I bet the line earlier in the week when it was plus five. Um, yeah, just, I just – I think the Steelers are going to win this game. I think they're the better coach team. Uh, I think the Browns with a backup quarterback on offense could make them struggle against this defense. And I think the Steelers will do just enough. They'll find a way like they sometimes do, and they'll get the win at least come within five points. So I'm going Steelers, uh, but should be a very low-scoring game, and I might not watch the whole thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm off. Well, not off tomorrow, but like I work and then I'm off for the rest of the week. So um, who knows? I might go to sleep. I've been it's it's exhausting uh, being at work and then coming home. I'm just exhausted whenever I come home. All right, moving on. Um, Texans uh, Bears. Um, I'm gonna let you pick first. 
Hmm, man. Chicago, in Chicago. uh, Chicago's getting the nod with two and a half points. Okay, so they're... Oh, boy. They're they're saying that the Texans are, what, a half-point favorite on a neutral field? Mm -hmm. Um, I... I really... I really want Chicago to win this game. I bet you do. I'm feeling the Texans. I think the Texans are going to get the win. And fun fact, really quick. Lovey Smith is playing against his old team. He coached the Bears long ago and took them to a Super Bowl. So he's returning home to to um, his old team. That corner they got... That rookie corner they got. He's been playing. I thought. I think he's been. He's been playing pretty well. Um, man, you're going. You went Texans. I went Texans. Two weeks in a row, I picked the Texans. All right, I'll go Bears. This is kind of a pick 'em game. Um, to me, to Vegas as well. Um, I don't know who's gonna win this game. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, man, if this ends in a tie, that'd be hilarious. I don't think it will. I'm gonna go. Just I like Davis Mills. Uh, he has some growing to do. But I'm 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 gonna go with my boy Justin Justin Fields, you know. Okay, I forgot I was leading. <laughs> I was waiting for you <laughs> oh, <laughs> to. Uh, my bad, my bad. Um, all right, battle of the O and two teams: Raiders, Titans. Who you got? Vegas is favored on the road, giving up two points. Um, yeah, what you got? I'm going Titans. You're going um, Titans. I'm gonna go it's Raiders. Tough. Then. It's tough. Yeah, I look. I think Mike Vrabel is the hey two Patriots disciples. I mean, I know oh, Mike Vrabel yeah. wasn't a Patriots disciple, but he was he a played on the Patriots team. player. He didn't. Uh, he didn't yeah, coach uh, for him. I'll go. Oh. I'll go Titans. I just <clears throat> again, it's I have no reason to feel it, and really, I do think the Raiders have been the better team through two weeks. I just I'm I cannot fathom the idea that the Titans are going to start zero three. I mean, the Raiders do have so, Devontae Adams, you know. Maybe, you know, throw him the ball some more, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially because I have Devontae Adams on fantasy. <laughs> do that. But I'll, I'll go Titans, but it's like a last-ditch, like, hope that the Titans are going to turn it around. Yeah, I mean, and, but like we said, if the Titans go 0-3, like, I, they're still not out of it. Yeah, uh, the Raiders go zero and three. They're out. yeah, the Raiders go zero and three. This is gonna be so. This is kind of a must win game for the Raiders. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Raiders though, um, um, to win this game. It should be a pretty decent game. Um, all right, next up, Chiefs Colts. Um, Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go Chiefs as well. Uh, moving on. Uh, oh, by the way, Chiefs are favored. Well, obviously favored. Five and a half points for the Chiefs. Stay away from it. Stay away from the Chiefs in the spread. Just oh, yeah, never yeah, touch yeah. Never touch, never touch it. spread. True, true, true. Ooh, all right. This game ooh, was, uh, did not want to pick. <laughs> I know what game. I know what game. Battle of the 2 and O teams. Uh, we got the AFC East. AFC East, yeah. Uh, all right, whoever wins this game is, uh, you know, going to be the uh, holder of the AFC East. Um, Bills, Dolphins, Bills are traveling to the Dolphins. Um, as I have pointed out plenty of times, um, Josh Allen loves to torment this team. Um, and I don't think, I don't remember the last time the Dolphins have gotten a win against the Bills. Um, don't, don't remember. Um... Man, I really want to be optimistic 
and um, pick the Dolphins for this game. Um, but you know, I'm gonna go Bills, and I'm I'm picking the Bills just so I can you know hedge my bet a little bit, not jinx the Dolphins. Hopefully, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just think this the Bills have just been you know. If we're going to pick who's been the best two teams in each conference, I mean, the Bills, I think, have been showing they're the best team in the AFC. And on the uh, NFC side, I think it's been the, um, uh, it's been the, the Bucks. Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, that could not. Dude, it's, I, I hate to say it. It's crazy to think about. We didn't even talk about the Eagles. We should. I, I might I talk mean, about the Eagles when we get there because I got some things I want to say. Yeah, I mean, them. they dominated uh, the um, – they dominated the uh, Vikings twenty four to seven. Um, Jalen Hurts really looked... dominated the Lions too. I mean that was a yeah. twenty one game. True, 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 going true. Um, so yeah, those have been the best two teams so far, and they're both two and zero. Oh, and you know, um, Jalen Hurts looks good. Josh Allen's been you know playing like an MVP. Um, but yeah, so you know, picking the Bills. But man, oh man, I'm really hoping I'm wrong once again this week. Oh, yeah. Really quick, the last time the Dolphins beat the Bills was on December 2nd, 2018. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that said, look, Christian. Yeah, yeah. I hate to tell you. I picked about to tell you. Oh, no. No, you're not. You're not about to pick them, are you? I'm picking the Bills. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say. And <clears throat> I have already bet the Bills. Minus, minus six? Mine, I got them at minus five. Oh, okay. It's a minus six here on ESPN's yeah, website. I, I, look, I, look, look. I think this game will be closer than it's been in recent years. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. To nothing shellacking that it's been or whatever it's been. but it's It's been bad. Look. It's been bad. I do think that the Bills, look, the Bills just have this look of like, look, we've been here. We've done that. Okay? True. We're trying to just get through this regular season. We're trying to get to the playoffs. And we're trying, like, that's just what this team is behaving like. And they're they're doing it damn well. I think of the Dolphins. I just think of the emotional high and the roller coaster that comes with winning these crazy emotional games. They've been the talk of the league this week. That's why I almost like the Eagles. I almost half wonder about the Eagles for that same reason. Like they've been the talk of the league. They've got this big win. Now it's like okay, now you got to come in and you have to play a team that is sound across the board. You got Von Miller. And you're at home. They're at home, so that's super helpful. It does help. But, it really does. But I just I worry that this could end up being like a 35-21 type of game mm-hmm. where it's just like it's not a total blowout, but really the Dolphins are just not mm-hmm. able to keep up with this team. So I, I'm picking the Bills, and I feel pretty comfortable even though it breaks my rule of betting a, a division game. Minus five, picking the Bills. <clears throat> I feel pretty good about that bet. So sorry, I'm sorry, Christian. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I I just said I picked the Bills. <laughs> no, but I bet I bet against your team too. Uh, That's why yeah. it's kind of like a slap in the face. Uh, well, I'm hoping you know they uh, prove us both wrong. Oh, so you want me to lose money? Okay. <laughs> I mean, if it you shouldn't have bet on you shouldn't have bet on the Dolphins. But um, <laughs> anyway, we can move on. Um, to this game, we were kind of hyping up, which I think is, you know, going to be, I think might be pretty hyped. Um, you know, it's not primetime game, so Kirk Cousins will, will probably won't be playing like ass. So, um, Lions visiting the Vikings. Vikings are, are the favored. Uh, I mean, they're at home. Six points. Like, damn, no faith in the Vikings. 
Yeah, no, wow, no faith really? in the Lions, really. Dang, I might, might have to revisit that bet. Wow. Um, man, I want to pick the Lions. I really do. I really, really, really want to pick the Lions. Fuck it, Lions. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Vikings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look. I, I, I might have picked the Lions if you picked the Vikings. I don't know. But, look, I'll pick the – I'm leaning towards the Vikings. I think they got beat soundly. I still think they're a really good team. I think they were coming off of a big emotional high off of week one, and they just got caught napping on the road in a in – a, I mean, look, the Vikings in the I, – I, it reminded me of the NFC Championship back in 2017. Mm-hmm. The Vikings went into Philadelphia – and Chris Carter, Chris Carter, I think he was there at the game, and he was—I mean, he played for both the Vikings and the Eagles. And he was—he was sitting there on the sidelines, and he was like, "Oh wow, the Vikings are going to get blown out in this game just because of the way the atmosphere was." And it almost kind of feels like that. Like the Eagles, it feels like the Eagles feel like they got something special brewing this <laughs> year, and the Vikings just had no chance of overcoming what that atmosphere was going to be like at that home opener. Mm-hmm. So that's a long-winded way of saying, I don't think that game totally represents who the Vikings are. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah, yeah, no, I, I hope I, I, I haven't expressed that uh, in this in this episode. I think the Vikings still should be a pretty good team. Yeah, and I, 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 I think that they're going to rebound. I think this is going to be a, a great week for them to focus up, get right. Again, it's not a primetime game, so Kirk Cousins should be fine. It's weird to say he's 2-10 and 10 in Monday night games. No way. Yeah. yeah. I just looked at uh, – the Lions are uh, – on NFL's website, they're ranked fourth in offense. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, But uh, I'm going Vikings. Third in rushing. That's I expect a competitive game. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't uh, think it'll be a, a one-sided affair, but I will say the Vikings find a way to get the win. I just think they're a little better than the Lions at this point. Um, funny enough, the last time the – well, <laughs> they meet every year, twice a year. Uh, last game they played December 4th last year, Detroit did get the win 29-27. to 27. Just, Close uh, game. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's yeah that, that was the story of the Vikings last year. They lost a lot of those crazy one-possession narrow games where it's just like, man, if you'd had, like, one or two of these just not go the way they did, you would have been a playoff team. Yep. All right, um, Ravens-Patriots, which is, wow, okay. Uh, yeah, Baltimore is getting his favorite. Three points, though, so it's, you know, I guess it's because uh, they're in New England, which is, look, that's going to be a tough place to uh, play, but I do not fear this New England Patriots <laughs> offense. Uh, they are averaging... They're averaging 12 points a game. I, yeah. yeah, you know, in tough the, environment. Mac Jones might throw 175 yards on him. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to depend. Really can scary. can you know Bill Belichick you know scheme up a defense? They are their defense is only allowing 17 points a game, which is pretty good. Um, to Baltimore's 31 points a game, they've been averaging. A little skewed. A little skewed, but yeah. A little skewed. A little skewed, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Um, I th- yeah. I think uh, I think uh, Lamar's gonna. He might struggle a little. He, he's. Pro- I think he's gonna struggle. It's not gonna be easy for him. Um, but I think he'll do uh, just. Uh, I think he'll do enough to uh, win the game. I don't think it's gonna be a pretty stat line for him though. Um, all right, both Ravens right. that uh, game, right? I'm. I will make this. All right. No, I gotta make a bold prediction. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. The Ravens are going to blow out. Ooh, dude. I. Hmm. This is going to be 
a 31 to 10 Man. shellacking. Maybe 31 17. So maybe not quite a huge blowout, but I think the Ravens will win by at least two possessions. Mm. All right. Nice. I like that. I like it. I love it. All right. Next up, Bengals Jets. Uh, since he's coming in on the road uh, to MetLife, uh, since he's given up five points. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to go Bengals. I know that sounded like I had a question, but I'm going to go Bengals. Um, I think this should be a get-right game for them, hopefully. Um, yeah, hopefully they don't not get they don't get sacked a whole bunch. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I the Jets don't have a TJ Watt. They don't have a Micah Parsons. I also think similar to some of these other teams they had a crazy emotional game last week where it was just this miracle win that you're just like wow i can't believe we did that and the Bengals, they're hungry they're mad they feel like they've let probably they they i mean they have to feel like they've let these first two weeks just slip through their fingers right I mean, five turnovers barely losing to the steelers falling down 17-3 and out playing the cowboys in the second half i mean the Bengals have to just feel like there's no way we're about to let the Jets with <laughs> with less talent than us outplay us. And they also lost to the Jets last year, so I imagine there's a little bit of this kind of, you know, I mean, there's more, there's focus there anyway because you're 0-2, but there's a little bit extra like, all right, yeah, okay. We, we remember what you did to us last year. <laughs> we're going to come in. We're going to take care of business. So I say the Bengals take care of business. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, next up, Eagles visiting the Commanders. Eagles are coming in, giving up six and a half points. What you got, Jake? Well, Carson Wentz is coming home, or he's not coming home. Oh yeah, playing his old team. Playing so his old team. Um, that said, I. I gotta, I gotta go Philadelphia. Oh, Philly going three and zero. Yeah, look, Washington's got that great pass rush, but I think Philadelphia has the ability to neutralize it. They just, they just do everything so well on offense. They run Mm -hmm. the ball well. They have a mobile, a dual threat quarterback. Mm -hmm. They can now pass the ball deep. I mean, they just, they can do it all in that defense. I think it's gonna make Carson Wentz's life pretty rough so i got philadelphia winning this game um maybe washington finds a way to slow down a team that is maybe feeling themselves a little too much but barring that i think philadelphia is the better team and they will play better on sunday um yeah with all that said i'm yeah i'm gonna go eagles as well um yeah (laughs) i think you put all that eloquently i think they're, they're they're a very good top to bottom team all right um saints panthers um, I'm gonna go Saints. Uh, they they are the favorite, giving up three points. I just really haven't seen much from the Panthers. Uh, that defense for the Saints is pretty good. Um, I think Baker's gonna struggle. Um, I, and you know, Jameis isn't playing terrible. Eh, he's playing all right. Um, he I think he does have like a back. He's back problem. So we'll, we'll see. I I think I think this should just be. If the Saints defense comes out and balls out, I think uh, Baker's gonna struggle and they're gonna they're gonna win pretty pretty easily. Yeah, I look look. 
if Dennis Allen can make Tom Brady squeam a little bit and right. make his life rough, I I think he'll be able to take care of Baker Mayfield. I think the Saints have the better team. I think up to this point, I don't have even faith, much faith in Dennis Allen or Matt Rule, but I think Dennis Allen's probably a little better as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Yeah, I mean, I think the Saints have a good roster. Jameis Winston, as long as he doesn't make too many mistakes, I think they should get the win. Might be close. You know, again, might be a, you know, whatever, a field goal win for the Saints, devastating Baker Mayfield three weeks in a row, mm-hmm. but I, I think the Saints will get the win. Uh, is this a huh? Charger. Oh no, they had a home game in week one. Okay, never mind. Um, okay. Next up, Jacksonville visiting the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I'll go Chargers. Yeah, I'm gonna go Chargers as well. They're giving minus seven. I don't I think I would stay I don't know. If, uh, I think it's gonna be a blowout. Stay away from that yeah, surprise, I think it's gonna be a blowout. I don't, I don't know. Think it, oh, you you think it'll be a blowout? No, okay, maybe okay, maybe two possessions. The, the seven okay. points. Okay. I, I don't know. It's I don't know. Who knows? Um, Christian cool. says, "Put money on the Chargers." I guess. Yeah, I guess that is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, all right, that is our. Oh, okay, this is this is okay. The Jaguars, Chargers are the getting into our late afternoon games. Um, then, um, pretty big game. Rams visiting the Cardinals division game. Um. This could help settle. Well, I guess the 49ers play um, as well. So, um, yeah, who you got in this one? I, yeah, I'm going to go Rams. I'm just, straight up just going to go Rams. Um, yeah. mm. Aaron Donald, bro. The Raiders were giving you trouble against Max Crosby? Come on. Yeah. What is Aaron yeah. Donald going to do? And they got Jalen. I know Jalen Ramsey's been, eh, he's been not having... An amazing season. Um, but it's only in two weeks, but I, I don't know. I just think the Cardinals. I mean, look, if Car- if Kyle Murray's gonna do his magic again, sure. If he's gonna do that again, then yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna count him out of it. This is a division game. These teams both know each other very, very well. Um, but I mean, Sean McVay or Cliff Kingsbury, I, I gotta go Sean McVay. Come on. Yeah, I I will go Rams. I just I'm hesitant just because last year we did see them blow out the the Rams early on in the season, they but did. this is not the same Cardinals. Team. <laughs> um, I yeah I'll go I'll go Rams. I, I don't think either team is gonna look totally right at during this game. I think this oh could yeah be a sloppy game here and there. A couple interceptions from Matt Stafford. It, it could be a weird game, but I I will. I don't know, dude. I you know what? No, I'm going Arizona. I'm nice. The Cardinals. I'm, I just I got a feeling. I got a feeling that the Cardinals are gonna pull it out. I so I'm going on a limb. Inside my bone. All right. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. A lot of a lot of uh, different. Uh, we're picking different games, which I think it's gonna be exciting to see. Uh, Falcons. Uh, Seahawks. Line is even. Nobody knows who's gonna win this game. Awesome. Wow. I'm gonna go Falcons. You're going Falcons? See, I'm leaning Seattle. I'm leaning Seattle there at Look, home. Look, this is, yeah, Seattle at home is, is kind of uh, rough. Wow. Oh, my God. All right, you ready for this real quick? Go ahead. All right. Falcons, offensive ranking, 19th. Okay. Falcons, defensive ranking, number two. Really? The Seahawks, offensive ranking, uh-huh. 31st. The Seahawks defensive ranking, 32nd. Oh, my God. 
So I really wish I hadn't seen those stats. Um, I'm going to still stick with the Falcons. I, I don't think they're the worst team in the league like this suggests. I think they had a really tough game last week against a much better opponent than they are. Uh-huh. But uh, I'll say Seattle gets a win only because they're at home. But, man, man, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's a pick em game. Like, it's a pick em game. Like, it's I just I trust you the feeling. Falcons more. I trust you trust more. You trust the Falcons. Did I? Did I? They've 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 been in two close games against some not terrible opponents. Like I mean they they blew the game against the Saints. They almost had they would have had it against the the Rams if they didn't blow the the comeback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle's just a bad team. I told them, I'll say I'll stick with the Seahawks. I'll say Seahawks. Give them the benefit of the doubt. They're at home. Falcons are a dome team. Maybe we'll get a little weather. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, so far on the weather report on ESPN's website, it's saying it should be pretty decent weather, but it is Seattle, so you never know. Um, all right, then probably um, the best game of the week. Um, oh yeah. The uh, evenly Packers, matched too. Packers visiting the uh, Buccaneers. Um, Bucks. You know, we've been talking. We haven't really talked about them, but. Um, defensively, been defensively, they've been playing lights out. Um, very good. Uh, you giving up nineteen points week one to the Cow? No, not nineteen. Giving up three points. Yeah, three points to the yeah. uh, Cowboys, and then only giving up ten points to the Saints. Um, so they they've been playing well defensively. I think outside of uh, Hakeem Hicks is out for this for them. I mean, but they have like a bunch of questionables. But you know, whatever. Um, offensively, though, they have been kind of offensively challenged, especially since you know, um, which I guess we yeah we didn't talk about it, but um, the Mike Mike Evans and the Marshawn Lattimore thing, um, a Mike Evans you know pushing um, Marshawn Lattimore, um, that was upheld, so he did has to serve a one game suspension, which they're already kind of down bad for receivers anyway like Chris Godwin's still getting over his injury Mike Evans is gone Julio is uh, like uh, of course I don't know you you signed him you had to know Julio's gonna be banged they up got Cole Beasley he's on their practice squad I don't know if you know just getting signed to a practice squad should warrant you should be starting in a week one game when you've only been there I don't know when he get signed like Monday Tuesday like come on I don't know. Um, so we'll see about that. I mean, they do still have, uh, uh, what's his name, Fournette, who's been running the ball well. And Brady's still the guy. Um, and then on the other side, Packers. Now, I mean, to be fair, the Packers do have a really top 10, top 5 defense. I don't know how you want to argue that. Um, so we'll, we'll see about that. Um, and then, you know, on the also for the Packers, are they getting – Okay, they could be getting Jenkins back, which they've been they've been needing. Um, he's questionable. Uh, Bakhtiari, I, I don't think, is going to be back for this game. Um, this is a rematch from, was it two years ago? Was it? Did they, yeah. Two years ago? Okay. NFC Championship two years ago. Okay, and but also, but, game too. okay, they did play. Okay, they, they played in the regular season as well. Um, hmm. Tampa is getting favored, but... Uh, they're only giving up a point, which is crazy. Um, yeah, man. Am I going to go Packers? Oof. 
This is gonna be a good game, man. I'm gonna let you pick first. Uh, yeah. I, I first off, that doesn't matter. Uh, I am gonna go Bucks. You go Bucks. I'm picking the Bucks. Yeah, I think um, I am picking with my heart a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really want to see Aaron Rodgers lose to Tom Brady. <laughs> that'd be so. That'd be so hilarious. Um, oh, man. Yeah, just. Oh man, that'd be so good. Seeing Tom Brady dealing with all the stuff he's dealing with off the field. He's obviously frustrated with the team around him and to just go in there and and beat Aaron Rodgers who just is just an asshole. <laughs> he's That'd be so home. good. With with you know, and there's not gonna be this excuse of like, oh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't have all these weapons. Okay, yeah, Tom Brady's also missing weapons. Tom Brady's <laughs> also missing offensive linemen. Both defenses are solid. I'll tell you what Tom Brady doesn't have that Aaron Rodgers has. One of the best run games in the NFL. <laughs> so, I think Tom Brady, I, I'm not picking against him. Aaron, Look, these are the games Aaron Rodgers struggles in, okay? True. Aaron Rodgers beats up on the Bears. He beats up on the Lions. He'll beat up on teams that he's supposed to beat up on, and that's going to get them 11 wins a year. He's iffy, and he's like a 500 to below 500 quarterback in the biggest games of the season and this is a game that is one of those so I, I'm picking the Bucks. I think the Bucks will get the job done and the Packers will be one and two yeah yeah I'm gonna go Bucks too I, I really did yeah, I do it I really did want to pick the Packers. Um, you can't do it, though, because you know in your heart. Yeah, I do, because, no. like, I'm just like, yeah, he's probably is going to struggle, and he's going to be bitching and moaning on the sideline like he usually does. Um, yeah. yeah. Everybody's fault but his. Right. It's like... <laughs> uh, but... He throws two pick sixes like he did the last time they played in the regular season. Oof, man. I don't know. All right. And then... Uh, oh, we got two more games uh, the Sunday night game, uh, 49ers-Broncos, very interesting one. Um, San Fran yeah, uh, yeah. is favored only by one and a half point. Um, Are you serious? Um, I'm, it's what it says on my computer screen right now. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go San Fran. I mean, I know it's, I know it's really know. early, but these first two weeks, I haven't really seen. I really haven't gotten any faith from Broncos Broncos country uh, they haven't been riding pretty well with Russ so far so uh, I mean and then now that um, Jimmy Garoppolo is there they you know he's been in the system he knows the system very well um, they can run the ball they can get after your quarterback um, George Kittle might be back it says he's questionable so mm-hmm until I like like this yeah. is a this is a proven proven game to me for Denver, because I, I think this is a really quality football team, and if you win there, then you can get some brownie points. But so far, you've you you've not shown me that you can uh, you can b- beat a quality team. You've been struggling. You struggled against the Seahawks, and then you struggled against Houston. Like not now, when I'm, I'm supposed to pick you when a quality football team comes in, nah. Come on. Exactly. That's exactly my thought process. You just encapsulated it right there. <laughs> I have seen this team struggle against the Seahawks, who are going to be probably picking top five by the end of the year. Yeah. And the Texans, who are probably going to be picking top five by the end of the year. What if they had played the Packers, 
What yeah. if they had played the 49ers, the Bucks, the Eagles? What if they had played a quality team in one of these first two weeks? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they, they would have gotten destroyed. Yep. And so, look, Russell Wilson is playing against a former division rival. So he knows that defense pretty well. But I don't think that's going to benefit him as much because the team around him is struggling so bad to just figure out the bare minimum of what they're supposed to do. And the 49ers on the other side, they know Russell Wilson really well. And Russell Wilson's not running around like he used to. He seems a little older now. He's mm-hmm. trying to be this pure pocket passer. And it's, it's it, you know, there's a lot of things that they're trying to figure out. Meanwhile, the 49ers got Jimmy Garoppolo, and they're picking up right where they left off. Fun fact, we can kind of in a way directly compare these two teams because both of them have played the Seahawks. Broncos <laughs> lost to the Seahawks in week one, and the 49ers crushed them in week two. Now, one was at home, one was away. No, I digress. I don't see how you can pick any other outcome except the 49ers probably winning by a couple possessions in this game. I think, I mean, I'm almost tempted to go to my – the the sports book I use and bet this game right now. <laughs> I just the four. I think the 49ers are going to win, and it's not going to be particularly close. Mm-hmm. All right, and then our last game of week three game being played on my birthday. The game of the week. Game of the week because it's on Christians. <laughs> uh, Dallas Cowboys one and one visiting the two and zero division leading Giants. I don't know the last time. The Giants uh, were 2-0. Um, and now... 2016. 2016. And I don't know. If they win this game, I don't know when the last time they were 3-0. and So uh, that would be really cool to see. And all I want for my birthday is... Go ahead, say it. Man, if y'all, did, if y'all didn't have, if y'all didn't have Micah, man. Oh yeah, well. If y'all didn't have Micah, you know, it's easy to say for everybody if they didn't have their best player. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Dallas. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm also going Dallas. Of course, the you're. first time all season we've both picked the Cowboys. I love it. Man, I I want to pick the I want to pick the Giants. I just I just don't trust Daniel Jones, even though I do like. This team with Brian Daypo leading the helm, I, I think they're a lot better situationally and uh, defensively. You know, they've been a really good defense these past few years. They just kind of need that leader offensively for them to do, you know, well um, and, you know, get some points so they're not on the field all that often. But um, I don't think this is going to be like some, like, blowout. These are, this is Cooper Rush versus Daniel Jones. Um, it's really just going to be like whose defense is going to, you know, can terrorize the offense. Micah Parsons there, uh, he's going to be a handful. I imagine he's going to be around the, he's going to be around the defensive line, headhunting. And then, but the Giants, I think, could make it a bit challenging for, um, for the uh, Cowboys offense as well. Um, you know, Zeke really, really hoping Zeke was going to have this, this bounce back year and he really hasn't been doing much unfortunately so i mean if the giants can Um, if the giants can continue to you know stop you know put the game in cooper rush's hands um they got a legit shot and because i like their coach and i like what this team is made out of but 
I'm just gonna go with the um I'm just gonna go with the Cowboys because I think Micah Parsons is a big a big difference maker in this game. Look, I don't know what the over under is for this game. Oh, I can tell you. I thought I already said yeah. it. Um, oh, it so you is. You might have. Um, it's not a lot. Um, I think it's three points. What is it? Let me see. Game one oh, sec. Oh, like to- the over under the total amount. Oh, the over under. Uh, thirty nine points. Oof, that's pretty low. Yeah, um, they didn't. Nobody's expecting this I, to be. I'm a tempted high. to bet the under because I really don't think either side is going to even like. Like, is either side going to hit 20 points? I don't know. I, I really don't. This is the lowest. Uh, Actually, never mind. The Steelers and Browns won it by Cooper Rush 38 and a half. going on the road uh, in his second straight week. So, there's going to be – he's playing a better defense than he did last – he put up 20 points last week against the Bengals at home. He's going on the road to play a better defense, and they're going to have tape on him. He did, uh, so, he did get on the Vikings. That win he got against the Vikings, that was on the road, right? Yeah, that was on the road. Just saying. Just um, saying. No, yeah, it's it's true. It's true. But uh, I look. I think the Cowboys are going to win this, and it's going to be because Daniel Jones turns the ball over twice. Mm. Um, that, that that that's not a fair. I mean, that's a, that's a fair bet. That's a fair bet. And that's that's what I think is going to be the difference maker. Michael Parsons probably going to contribute to that. Obviously, it might be a fumble, it might be a rushed pass that turns into an interception. I don't know, but I, I think the Cowboys will win this game. I just and, and part of it is just because look, it's just been so long since I've seen the Giants beat the Cowboys in a meaningful game. Like mm-hmm. they did it a couple years ago when the Cowboys had a, had Andy Dalton and the season was lost and it was just it, nothing mattered. Um, so it's like it's possible like the Giants are a good team. I'd say with Cooper Rush, they're about on the same footing as the Cowboys, <laughs> but. Um, I, I gotta go Dallas. Like I just until I see it, until I see the Giants do it, I, I'll go Dallas. Uh, fun fact, really quick: the last time the Giants started three and zero was in two thousand and nine. Oh, boy! And uh, they finished. They started out five and zero that year, and then they finished the season eight and eight. <laughs> what a started fall! Five and zero, and then went, and went and lost four straight games. Damn! I guess they didn't make the playoffs that year. They missed the playoffs. Damn. Um, yeah, it was kind of funny. Two thousand nine. That was the year. Was that the was that the year before or the year? Is that the year the Saints won the Super Bowl? That was the year the Saints won the Super Bowl. Okay, so it's funny. It's funny you say that because there was that the start out. This is a really quick tangent. <laughs> there was a couple of teams that year that started out five and zero. So the big question was like, okay, who's the best? Who's of the, the real five and zero team? Yeah. And they had the Giants had to play the Saints in Week Six, so it was a five and zero team against a five and zero team. Oh wow. And they the Saints, and, and I said the Saints were going to win. I felt really good about it. The Saints are coming off a bye week, and the Saints just destroyed them. 48-27, to 27, <sighs> and it sent the Giants skidding, and they finished the season with three more wins for the rest of the year. It was <laughs> awesome. It was awesome. And they went on to win the Super Bowl that year. And then they lost their, they, they lost their perfect season to the Cowboys. Oh, the, oh, they were on a perfect season? The Saints? The Saints were 13-0 and that year. Damn. And the Colts were 14-0 and that year. Holy, oh my God, what a season that was. Jesus Christ. And they both ended up in the Super Bowl, and the Saints beat them. Oh, Peyton Manning was still on that team, right? Peyton Manning was the MVP of the league that year Okay, the Colts. That makes sense. And it's funny, too, because he was playing his dad's team in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Not Archie Manning. Arch, yeah. Oh, it was Archie Manning. Archie Manning. Oh, okay. 
All right. Nice little history lesson there, folks, for you. All right. Well, see you guys later. Hope you all have a great rest of your week. Be safe. And we'll catch you next week to recap our, our week three of the NFL season. Yep. All right. Absolutely. Christian is 17, 14, and 1 this year. I am 14, 17, and 1. So hoping to close that gap this week. Let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. See you later. All right. Bye.